This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let me tell you about Jace Medical, our uh, spotlight sponsor. Sometimes laughter truly is the best medicine, but the rest of the time, medicine is the best medicine. There's shortages of uh, different medication. In emergency situations, it's entirely possible that you and your family could find yourself needing medicine that you just don't have. That's why you need the Jace case. Personal emergency emergency, uh, kit that contains five essential antibiotics. It treats the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Uh, Jace is also continually working on expanding their medication offerings. They've even added ivermectin as an option in the Jay's case. Plus, you can get everything that your family needs for a year's supply right there at your own home. It's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Use the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. It's promo code Beck at J-A-S-E medical.com. It's uh, back in the saddle for a Monday on the Glenn Beck program. We're going to talk a little bit about what's happening at the White House or strangely not happening at the White House. They passed in the Senate a a $90 billion bill uh, for, uh, you know, Ukraine and other various sundries, I guess. I don't know. Maybe there's some ladies lingerie in there as well. $90 billion is hard to spend. But they found a way to do it. We're going to talk to Mike Lee about that later on in the program. Uh, Also, the Super Bowl last night. We found it fairly boring until the last uh, couple of quarters. Uh, And the ads, $7 million for every 30 seconds. I think you could have put a little bit more work into it. We're going to look at some of the more controversial ads in 60 seconds. First, Lear Capital is our sponsor. When our economy isn't doing flip-flops, it's hard to know what the best thing to do with your money is, even in those times. Now, how do you protect your money when the economy is insane? It is, honestly. 
May I recommend to you that you call Lear Capital today. Lear Capital makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into gold and silver IRAs. And the best part is there's no tax penalties to do it. Plus, it's easy. Lear can walk you through it in three simple steps. Please give Lear a call today and ask for their free wealth protection guides. There's no obligation. You just get free information on protecting your hard-earned retirement with gold and silver. I bought my very first gold with Lear Capital over two decades ago. And since that time, uh, my investment uh, has more than quadrupled. And you know what I love? The person that sold it to me. I mean, this is when I was listening to Rush Limbaugh talk about Lear Capital. Um, that woman still works at Lear Capital that took my order. With over $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee, Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guides, and Lear will also credit your account $250 towards your purchase. Call today, 800-889-3070. 800-889-3070. It's Lear Capital, 800-889-3070. The truth is this, and I want to say this to you from the bottom of my heart, because I care about you. Don't forget, when you turn 60, you need a colonoscopy. Not one of those home sets, which seems a little bizarre. No, a real colonoscopy. Just check okay. okay. But in truth, Mark seriously, Levin. you are a great patriot. You are a leader of freedom fighters. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Mark Levin. Would, okay. Oh. I'm not good. I'm not good at these kinds of things. Uh, that's Mark Levin. He, I, I got a bunch of these from like everybody on my mm -hmm. birthday, and it was it was uh, way too much. It was really really nice. Um, it was an odd birthday, but I'll tell you about that later on when we get past some of the uh, important things, like the worst commercials on the Super Bowl. <laughs> You know, Pat, did you find yourself paying attention to the commercials at all? Really? Uh, not like I used to, because they're, they're just yeah. not worth it anymore. They just don't do Super Bowl commercials like they once did. You know, they're, they're not. I don't. I don't. There were a few decent ones. Some of them were okay. Uh, some of them, I, I really liked the Paramount uh, Creed commercial. I, I like that one. That's, that's pretty good. Um, there were a few that stood out a little bit, but for Super Bowl ads that you're paying $7 million to air, eh, I think they could have been a lot better. Yeah. For, yeah, for I one 30-second so spot. Yeah. There were a couple that um, I did notice. Uh, and here's the first one. Cut one. Pfizer. Tonight, Can't hear it. I'm going to have myself a real good So far, I'm thinking this is... Really good. Don't know who the advertiser is. They're making paintings come alive. Mm -hmm. They're singing a Queen song. Don't stop me now. Now I'm starting to go, who is this? There's nothing more fun than an mRNA vaccine being injected into your arm. It's just, uh, it's a lot right? of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now you start to see the viruses and the and the uh, and the uh, and the the cures, and you're like, wait, is, Jeez, this man. is Pfizer? Yeah, 
And yeah. the last person, the last person that should be saying, don't stop me now, is <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. we'd like to stop you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then RF, RFK has been uh-huh. apologized, uh, apologizing to his family. The Super PAC put this commercial out for RFK. <laughs> A man for president who's seasoned through and through. A man who's old enough to know and young enough to do. Well, it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you. Wow, it's really worked with him, doesn't it? Seventy. Twenty twenty four is responsible for the contents of this advertisement. So it's <laughs> it's good. It was this super yeah. pack. I thought it was you know it was cool, but the family I guess was greatly offended uh, because you know some of them I guess. <laughs> It's pretty bad when your own family is like, how dare you run yeah. for president? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, this is yeah. bad. Uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> this one is possibly the one causing the most controversy, and it's all coming from the right. Cut three. It is pictures of Christ washing people's feet can you explain can you i can't see them from here Pat. yeah he's, uh, it's just a whole bunch of different images of people washing other people's feet um and they're they're normally poor destitute there's a different ethnicities. gas worker with a with a hippie in somebody's backyard washing an elderly person. Um, a black man sitting on a porch watching a, washing a white man's feet or vice versa. Yeah, and then the versa. last one. Jesus didn't and teach last hate. One. He washed feet. Yeah. Okay, so stop. So the last one is the controversial one. Uh, And some people have a problem. In fact, let me read Steve Dace, who I really like. Um, I just happen to disagree with him. But that is the glory of the blaze. We don't all have to agree. uh, And we don't force each other to agree. You will say this. No, yeah, we're against the whole fascistic uh, kind of brainwashing kind of thing. So I was... um, Reading a tweet that that Steve sent out uh, this morning, and he said, how wrong was the he gets us ad at the Super Bowl? Jesus washed the feet of his disciples, not the multitudes of unrepentant sinners as the ad depicts. Instead, for them, he freely offered himself up as a living sacrifice for their sins, which the ad never points out to them. It affirms uh, it instead affirms them in their sin. Just a vile, repulsive, heretical, and offensive ad. I can't get upset at Pfizer, Bud Light, or anybody else, the spirit of the age uh, uh, secrets from its depraved mind when our answer, fund, uh, mind, when this, our answer, funded by wealthy Christians, it has been 12 hours and I'm still mad. Um, I, you know, I, I kind of disagree. I mean, they didn't i think they should have put somebody like 
the Capitol Police washing the feet of those on January 6th. If you're going to have Jesus washing the, uh, of the foot of transgender, or you have somebody else, a priest, washing the feet of the transgender, I get it. I get it. But how about making sure that the left is washing the feet of the right as well? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, because Jesus came for all of us. And the point of this ad, I, I, I disagree. I'm not mad at this ad at all. I just, I think it was, it could have been done better um, by really pointing out our real differences. Um, but Jesus, let me ask you, Pat, which one of your children are you so mad at you'd, you'd condemn them to hell? Uh, none of them. <laughs> None. No, no, no. Yeah, they've done something wrong. Let's say one mm-hmm. of them murdered somebody. Right. So you, you, you would never want to see them again. Which N- one? Which one? Yeah, to be none of them. N- none. Okay, of them. but wait. But one of them is in BLM and has yeah. set fire to cities and stuff. So you're going to condemn that one to hell, right? Mm, no. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> see the. We, Pat told me one time, just think of God as a loving father and you will understand him and yourself Mm -hmm. much better. And I said, don't think I can do that. And he, you know, God is everywhere and in the tree. And, and I still believe, you know, he is, he is everywhere, but you can understand him and your role as a parent much better. If you imagine him to be the perfect loving parent. Mm Mm-hmm. He loves all of us, even the ones who have gone astray. astray. And yes, he would wash the feet of everyone. Do you think Jesus was embracing adultery when he rode in the sand and said, where are thine accusers? No, because he he told her her not to (sighs) sin anymore. So that part of the story, though, is always left out by, by, you know, people trying to condone whatever lifestyle that they think is fine. And that's the problem. That's the if so if that's the point you're trying to make about Jesus, that he condones everything we ever do. That's not right. He still loves us, but he He doesn't doesn't. condone condone our actions a lot of times. Right. Mm -hmm. God, God is our father. We are his children. He loves us. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the thing we can learn from that is that we cannot hate our fellow man. We cannot hate. And that's the point of this. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't hate our enemy. We are not fighting uh, enemies that are flesh and bone. We are fighting, I actually, and if you, if you really pray on this, these are not enemies of ours. We don't own these rights. God does. These are enemies of his. And we are, we're not the gatekeepers. We're the welcoming committee. And we should be praying for our enemy, loving our enemy. And that's going to get harder and harder to do. But do you know why um, Abraham Lincoln was killed by John Wilkes Booth? You know, he tried twice. The first time, he's just going to kill him with his bare hands. And it was at the point of the inaugural speech. We have in the vault the only picture of Abraham Lincoln 
and John Wilkes Booth in the same photograph. It's an incredible thing. Mm. Um, Abraham Lincoln is given the second inaugural address. And so he's kind of blurry because he's talking and moving. And, you know, the cameras need a long exposure. But up up at the top on the, the gate of the Capitol, looking right and just his eyes and everything are so clear because he was just boring a hole in Lincoln's head is John Wilkes Booth. And after um, Lincoln said, with malice toward none and charity for all, Booth about lost his mind because he needed the uh, North to hate the South. He needed the South to hate the North. All he, the only reason why he killed uh, Lincoln was so that the the the, um, the North would rise up again in anger towards the South. That's not Christ-like. We don't we we sh- we should do everything we can to push our anger aside. Um, that doesn't mean we condone, and it doesn't mean we stop fighting them. We just don't hate, and that's gonna that's hard because hate is very very worldly. And hates what's being pushed right now. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. Uh, you know, until until I got super into the sport, I'd have you know trouble, you know, telling you anything about uh, the football game. You know, uh, that happened last night. The big game. Can't say it. You know, the big game. But now that I'm a diehard sports fan, you know, I definitely know all the names of the players. For instance, uh, that one. That is dating Taylor Swift at the, uh, I don't know if you saw him, he was playing something, doing something there at the Usher concert. It was great. Anyway, um, if you need to sleep, uh, you can either watch the first half of the Super Bowl or you can try Relief Factor Sleep. Maybe you don't, you know, have difficulty sleeping all the time, but when the, those nights that you do, you just reach out for relief factor sleep. You'll find yourself sleeping soundly and you will feel refreshed the next morning. It's just like regular relief factor that you take for pain. Relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. It's a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep. So try it. It's 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. That's 800 for relief or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. Relief Factor Sleep. Relieffactor.com. 10 seconds station ID. He's a handsome man. With the most sparkly, twinkly blue eyes oh, I've geez. ever seen. And behind those eyes wow. is another sparkle. One for the truth. Yeah. One mm. that is committed yeah. to asking mm. real questions and telling the truth about right. our history and the United States of America. Glenn Beck, yeah. I'm so happy to have you in the national conversation. I've been your number one fan for a number of years. Well, and I am looking forward to 60 more with you, my friend. God bless America and God bless you. Happy birthday. I didn't realize I to, Megan you know, was suffering from blindness. I, I didn't. Uh, that's uh, a I had to call her and tell her afterwards, I'm happily married. Stop. This is stop. And dream. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hello, my eyes are up here, Megan. Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, Pat, what did you think of the game last night? Did you watch it? I thought it was a bore. Uh, up until about 
mm, maybe there were five minutes left in the game. Then it got pretty pretty good. Um, from then on till you know the end of the game after the overtime, I thought it was it was fun. It was entertaining. That that Mahomey guy, he is uh, pretty good. He always comes back at the. I think he performs best when there's a gun to his head. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he he. I think they played like they were playing at the beginning of the season, and un, until. About halfway through the third quarter, and then all of a sudden, it was like, "Where were where were you guys?" Mm-hmm. I mean, is this a different team? He's very Tom Brady esque. I mean, I, I don't know if you paid attention long enough to know that Tom Brady, the, the greatest quarterback of all time, if you give him too much time at the end of the game and he's only a score behind, you're going to lose. He's going to he's going to bring his team back and and win the game. And that's a lot like uh, Pat Mahomes. Now he's he's the same way. I, I I have to tell you I I've I thought it was boring as snot mm-hmm. for most of it. It was. That was one of the most exciting endings I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a fun it was a fun ending. Um but yeah. you you couple that with the boring ads and it was kind of a boring broadcast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. I, I don't you know, know what happened but... to the days with uh you know the kid trapped in the Pepsi bottle and you know the uh, the Budweiser commercials that used to be so good, and and I I don't know I don't there was know what a happened. Budweiser commercial, and I was like, and it wasn't bad. <sighs> it was I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But you know, those Budweiser commercials used to be about America, right? You know, yes, it was about America, and there's nothing about America. I mean, I I have to tell you, I think there is only one person, one company. That is the best advertisement for America globally. They never shy away from it. And it is always the best image of America. You know who that is? I don't. Who? I think it's Ralph Lauren. Mm. Ralph Lauren, no matter where you go in the world, has the, you know, has the sweater with a flag on it. Mm-hmm. He is America, and he never shies away from it. It's always the best, you know? It's mm-hmm. always the image of that frontier kind of guy or, you know, just it's just always the best, I think. And I don't think there's anybody that is unabashedly as American as Ralph Lauren. Now he, you know, the first he didn't have a a, a commercial yesterday, though, right? There no, was, no, no, yeah. no, 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 okay. no, no, no. But you, you know, his first ad that he ever—I mean, he was selling ties out of his trunk for a long, long time, out of the trunk of his car. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he first started to become a success, he went out and he was doing this shoot on a farm, and he had all of these models come in and all of the clothes, and the guy took a picture. Just at the very beginning, and it was just fog over this white picket fence and the and the barn, nothing else. And Ralph said, "Wrap it up, we have it." And the guy said, "There's not even clothing in it." It was the mm. first two-page ad Ralph Lauren did. They all mocked him, and he said, "We're selling more than clothes. Uh, Glenn, selling America." Uh, Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. Um, It is um, IFCJ. Now, if you don't know what IFCJ is, 
these are the people that are taking care of the suffering and the people that just can't make ends meet. They're suffering because of what's going on in Israel. They're Jews, uh, and they're the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. So it's people of the book that are coming together. IFCJ, it's right there in the middle of it every day in a good way. They're distributing essentials like food and medicine and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. And I have to tell you, I have talked to many people. I haven't been over there yet myself uh, since uh, the 7th, but I talked to somebody just last week who said, you have to go, Glenn. It is, it's palpable. It is so different now. Please support uh, just go to supportifcj.org. Supportifcj.org. Support Israel. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN30 to get $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Happy birthday, Glenn Beck. You're 60 years old. Now, there are two kind of tracks on the birthday thing. One is the chronological age, and you're definitely 60. Then there's the emotional age. So I'm going to let your listeners and viewers kind of handicap that for you. Uh, I do want to say that uh, you are a stand-up guy, uh, a smart guy, entertaining guy. I've known you now for almost half your life, Beck. And I've seen great changes because of the great influence that I have had. Oh, my gosh. Yes. On you. Yes. And on this Preach birthday, it, uh, I want to say that I'm happy to have steered you in the right direction. And I right. want you to have a blast. Right. Yes. Celebrating your 60th. Yes. Now, Bill is the only person that uh, sent me a, a nice thing uh, and made it made my birthday about him, uh, which <laughs> is very nice, is very nice. You know, the amazing thing about Bill is he knows that's his MO. He knows that he mm -hmm. is. He just plays into it yeah. every oh, single time. Totally. He plays it. into it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, which makes him a really bad guy, and I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> so let me just quickly um, tell you, uh, last week I was, I was out um, because um, my father was very, very ill. He's my father-in-law, but I call him my father because uh, he is. Um, uh, I, I don't understand people who are constantly making fun of their in-laws. Now, I mean, there are some that you're like, okay, yeah, in-law. I want to emphasize in-law. There's nothing else tying us together. It's kind of like a prison sentence. I, I understand that there are some people that would feel that way, um, but I, I never have. I love these guys, and... Um, it was the perfect way to go. Early in the week, um, he was doing really bad last weekend, the weekend before last. So we all flew in, and by Monday, he had started to make some recovery, and he had his sense of humor, uh, and and he knew. Uh, and he was just great, and everybody had a chance to see him. 
and probably in the last 12 hours or so, um, he just went to sleep. He had his kidneys weren't working anymore. His liver wasn't working anymore. His heart was really bad. All of his organs were shutting down and uh, he just went to sleep. Maybe, maybe had a little discomfort for a few hours. Uh, Tanya and I went home uh, along with everybody else, and the phone rang at about 4 o'clock. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning, and I thought, he's passing, he's leaving. And I almost woke my wife, and I didn't, because I thought, oh, well, it's just me. Um, he ends up dying at 3 o'clock in the morning. And we get a call. We're there by four. And it was one of the most remarkable things ever because we went in and he had passed. And so we're sitting uh, with the body, which I always thought would be really creepy, uh, but it wasn't. Um, And it was so clear that he was gone, that his spirit was gone. And you could see the empty shell of a worn out body. Um, and mom came in and she put her hand on his head and Tanya and I were there for about 90 minutes with her and she just talked to him about all the good times that they had together and the struggles and how it was all worth it and praised God for all the time that they had. And it was one of the most amazing things. This man, Vinnie Colonna taught me what a family really is, taught me how to be a good dad, taught me so many things, raised an incredible daughter who said no to me when I first asked her to marry me because we didn't have faith in common. And we had to have faith in God in common or she said we would never make it. She knew that because she was raised by godly and good parents. Uh, he taught me even last week how to die. It was amazing. Um, he died on my birthday, and everybody, everybody in the family said, oh, my gosh, Glenn, I'm so sorry he died on your birthday. And I actually find it to be an honor. I really do. Um, we now share a birthday. <clears throat> His birth into everlasting life and my birthday. And I am so grateful that actually he died, not the day before, not the day after, but on my birthday. So I will always remember him on my birthday. It will be forever tied to him. He was truly a great man. His um, funeral service will be on Saturday, wake on Friday, and I will be traveling back up um, on, uh, or you know, in the middle of this week. So I'll be back in New Haven, Connecticut. I'm, I flew out to the ranch um, yesterday because we have so much going on here that I just couldn't put off anymore. So, and then I'll be back in Dallas uh, next week. Thank you for um, putting up with um, me in the last week. And thanks to everybody on my staff who has just made it so unbelievably um, easy to do the things that um, I felt we as a family needed to do. 
Uh, by the way, even at the end, my father-in-law, I think, was more aware uh, than uh, Joe Biden. We have to go through later on in the program, Pat, we're going to go through that five. You heard the five minute uh, collection of Biden just being gone. Mm. Five minutes. It's incredible. Um, it's absolutely it's incredible. incredible. And I, I, I know you talked about this on Friday, but I wasn't here on Friday. The speech he gave, first of all, you're either you're either competent enough to stand trial and be the president, or you're a sweet old man with good intentions that just doesn't have a good memory that can't go to trial because you're really not competent and you go home. It's it's one or the other. You're either standing mm-hmm. trial and you're president or you're incompetent and you go home. Which one is it? So the president, he knew how bad this was. And so Thursday he gave a speech. I just want to play two highlights from this that prove the point. Listen to this. I think that, uh, as you know, yes. initially yes. the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian President material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing Bibi really hard, on the- really hard, to get humanitarian assistance into Gaza. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. But Pat, I didn't know that the Sisi, the president of Egypt, was now mm-hmm. the president of Mexico. Yeah, um, that seems like almost I, too much power for one man, doesn't it? It does. Almost. It really does. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I can understand why the people of Mexico would want him, you know, running Egypt. He, you know, they've got pyramids. Mexico has pyramids. Um, I'm sure his yeah. campaign went was like, you know, something <laughs> like, hey, I've taken care of these. Wait till you see Mexico, what I can do for you. Um, that's so, a good point. You do you know, have the pyramid tie. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Hadn't you do. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does make sense. And people were making fun of him for saying that CC in the speech where he's saying I'm confident. <laughs> he's saying the president yeah. of Mexico is actually the president of Egypt. OK, then this. Not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. But the what special the, counsel said well, in the no, report that he did. No, not did. say that. Okay. He did not say that. But Mr. Yeah, President, what did. Did. let me okay, answer your question. The fact of the matter is what I didn't want repeated, I didn't want him to know and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama why we should not be in, this, in Afghanistan. And I was of this, multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified, I should have said it was, should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what mm-hmm. was going on. That's what he's referring mm-hmm. to. It was not classified okay. information in that document. Okay. Yeah, he's totally good. He's totally good there. <laughs> totally good. I like when old men get grumpy. Uh, I was mm-hmm. a little disappointed in my in my dad uh, as he was dying. He didn't. He never got grumpy. He had a good sense of humor the whole time. But I like it when old <laughs> people are like, "Let me tell you something, Mudge. Get me a bucket for what? I don't know, but get me. And you, let me tell you something. It's cr- he's crazy. He's crazy. 
and should not be the president of the United States. And during that same that same speech, I think it was where he also mentioned he had just mentioned Francois Mitterrand, who died in you know uh, 1996 uh, was the president of france and he just had a conversation with him a couple of years ago but then he also did the helmet cole thing he confused helmet cole with angela merkel of germany i the man well, proved it was, over and over and over look cole was living when biden was living what's the difference <laughs> well for part he of the time running- yes Yes. Yeah. Well, they both so, ran Germany. You're yeah. right. You're right. So I guess it wasn't that they big a deal. They both ran Germany. So what is your mm-hmm. problem, man? <laughs> what is your problem? Boy, I have to tell you, um, the uh, everybody is working like crazy uh, to either pummel him. I mean, I'm talking on the left. Either to pummel him and go, he's got to get out. Mm-hmm. Or this last gasp of who was it was in the White House? He was like, he is competent. He is sharp as a marble. He is he is he's cogent. He asked me for facts I don't even know. And then he's like, hey youngster, I've got these facts in my holsters. I can pull them out at any time. It's mm-hmm. one or the other, and I think we know which one it is. Now the question is. How does the Democrat exit? How yeah. do how does he exit? Because he's going to go out screaming on the lawn. How does he exit? Mm-hmm. Uh, and how do they recover from that? More in just a second. First, let me tell you about our commercial sponsor. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat, you ever try to sell your house? Yes. 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 Multiple yes. times. Good experiences. Never. No. It's never been a good ne- experience. No. It, no. it really hasn't. No. I, do you know anybody who's like, oh man, that was a piece of cake. That was so great. <laughs> no. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't unless know. you have a really and, good have realtor, really... maybe then it's a little bit better. But yeah, still not great. Yeah. You know. But have you ever become friends with the realtor? No. Mm-mm. No. 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 And now imagine if somebody's taking you through the house and they're like. And you go, where's the master bedroom? They're like, oh, my God, we don't say master bedroom anymore. Mm. Oh, I think it could be a murder house. I think (laughs) we'd have to relist it as a murder house. Um, But anyway, anyway, uh, realestateagentsitrust.com are, they're, they're not those people. They're the people that actually, we hear from clients that say, I have made a new friend. Because you have something in common, and that is this show. They're all listeners and fans of the show, but they're also really, really good real estate agents. They're the best in the area, at least what we found. Uh, We're looking for the people who have the best practices, best track record, the highest reviews from people who have used them. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. We'll hook you up. Whether you're moving across the street or across the country, we can help you find the right person. Realestateagents.com. I trust.com. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888 727 BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hi, I'm Mike Lee. 
longtime fan of Glenn Beck and president of the Glenn Beck Fan Club in the United States Senate. Happy birthday, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Mike Lee. He's going to be joining us here in a second. Talk about the uh, new, I think it's, what is it, 90 billion that Chuck Schumer jammed through uh, yesterday along with the help with our turtle. I I look like a turtle and I wish I could put my head in my suit. Um <laughs> So we got that going for us. Coming up next hour, stand by. Uh, the Providence of Saskatchewan uh, is doing something unique. They are actually trying to copy the United States, the red states of the United States. In case people don't know, they're not familiar with Canada. Saskatchewan is uh, north of America. And um, New Brunswick is uh, I, I hope i didn't get too technical there a uh, new brunswick now requires teachers to obtain parental consent before humoring uh, before humoring students cross-sex delusions alberta is now posed to pass wide-sweeping policies and legislations that would uh, not only prohibit children from undergoing sex change mutilations and taking puberty blockers, but it would also keep parents abreast of their, no pun intended, of their kids' efforts to transition at school and bar all men from uh, women's sports. The radicals are very upset. Randall Garrison, he's a member of parliament. He's also anti-Israel, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in, the, um, in Saskatchewan, they were talking about strengthening parent parental rights and protecting children from unnecessary, irreversible, and disfiguring med- medical interventions. He said, um, I'd like to say, first of all, that there is no such things as parental rights in Canada. There are parental responsibilities, but not parental rights. Oh, Who's saying a quiet part out loud? You are. Yes. Yes, it's cute. Uh, It is starting to sweep Canada. The people who are in, you know, more of the, quote, red states of Canada, which is, again, north of America, uh, is uh, they they are starting to take a stand as well against this craziness. Absolute craziness. The Glenn Beck Program.